This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It's hour three of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. We have two bet payoffs down already today. The question for Stephen Jones happened live at about 3.13 if you want to go back and listen. Brian Broaddus just took care of his wasabi gel. It's still burning. Upper lip bet payoff. Yeah, I think you need vinegar uh, to rub across that to neutralize from what I've researched and okay. read. Okay, um, and, and <laughs> Dawson has rash experience. Eric Chiafalo is halfway through his gallon of milk, milk bet payoff or so. He's coming up on a half gallon in. And uh, we have more uh, hijinks in store as a quadruple bet payoff Friday, a football Friday, is, uh, is about halfway done here in the G-Bag Nation. Okay, we're going to talk some college football because the Natty is coming up on Monday night. And uh, one of our favorite guests that has joined us all year long, thanks to our friends at Bet Online, is Danny Cannell. And he joins you now here in the G-Bag Nation. And a good afternoon, sir. How the heck are you? What's up, fellas? I mean, it sounds like I'm missing on all the fun. I, like, is yeah. there a is that a, a wasabi dip? Is that what I mean? Like a like a lipper? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, it's a. I, it's the actual like the wasabi ball, Danny. They, and I had to put it on my lip as a mustache, as a not, mustache. A, not a lipper. Yeah, for an oh, hour. Okay, yeah, not yeah, inside. outside. Oh, okay, as okay. outside. Yeah, wasabi would be a nice you. flavor to get like in skull or something like that. I think though. <laughs> Zin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. An interesting flavor. <laughs> no, in pouch. Wow. We're, you know, we're just doing radio bits and trying to entertain the audience. You know how it is, it is as an experienced broadcaster like yourself at this point in your career, right? Do whatever no it doubt. takes. I mean, absolutely. Whatever it takes. I love it, man. It's great to be on with you guys. Okay, well, let me ask you, what do you think would be worse? 60 minutes of the wasabi mustache on your face, Danny, or over the course of the, the five-hour show, consume a full gallon of the wholest milk uh, imaginable? I got to be honest. I think it's the wasabi would be easier. I think I would do the wasabi. I don't mind spicy food. I like a little sushi. I can take it. Um, and especially since it's on the outside. Now, if you had to, like, keep it in your mouth, yeah. I think that would be a different one. And I would definitely, after a gallon of, uh, a gallon of like, whole milk, I would probably be yakking, you know, within an hour. Or I don't even know if I would survive the whole show. Like, that's, that's where I would go. My wife is super healthy. I, this is kind of embarrassing that I have to admit this. I haven't had real milk probably since I've been married, which is like 15 years. Wow. She gives me almond milk, rice yeah. milk, so like all those different milks. So we don't even get milk in our house. So I absolutely, my body would reject it in the worst way possible. Danny, this is this wasabi thing is like wearing the old uh, like Tiger Bomb or Icy Hot. You know, back in the day Ooh. when you used to put yeah. it on your back and your arm, shoulder area. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. it's it's very much like that, and it, it is tearing me up right now on my lip. <laughs> well, we'll power through. I'm trying to make sure you can. Yeah, you can't can't wipe it off early. No, nope. make sure you power through. Danny, I do imagine these last couple of weeks for a Florida State fan and alum and, and player like yourself has been pretty much a bet payoff. Uh, you know, watching this whole thing go down without you hasn't it been? 
Yeah, definitely. But I, I thought Florida State was off limits. I thought I told your producer we're not allowed to talk to them okay. after that embarrassing Orange Bowl. Like, <laughs> that was off limits. So now I'm just really irritated. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was rough, though. Like, like it, I mean, 63-3. to three, I mean, sure. I don't care who's sitting out. It's embarrassing. It's a massacre. And I am generally curious. I had a lot of, you know, a lot of trolls coming at me saying, oh, this is going to set back the program for five years. They're going to be in the tank now. I'm not willing to go that far. I mean, you can recognize that, you know, what was missing from that team. But Georgia had a lot of players missing, too. I do think Mike Norvell, like, I trust him in that position. But I, the whole bowl season, to me, is one big joke. You know, outside the playoffs, which, yeah. you know, are phenomenal. It's, it's just you never know what you're going to get. Who wants to be there is the question we ask. And then who's playing is the next question. And, like, sometimes you see teams go out, they're fired up for whatever reason. The coach, maybe he's a miracle worker as far as, a, you know, a, a pregame speech giver or, you know, getting them ready to play. Other times you see teams just, you know, not ready to go. And for whatever reason, I, I thought Florida State had, a you know, an excuse. Now, I don't like excuses as a competitor. I don't like the fact the players – opted out and said, hey, we're not going to play in this game. Um, but at the same time, in the aftermath of the committee, you know, leaving them out, Florida State getting snubbed, I thought Florida State should have boycotted the bowl, like just said, sat out altogether. If you don't think Florida State's good enough for the playoff, why are we good enough for the Orange Bowl? And essentially, I think that's what they did. I mean, I think they kind of did boycott the Orange Bowl without physically, you know, uh, not going to the game. I think they did clearly boycott the game. In spirit, at least, uh, Danny Cannell yeah. here. Uh, spitting fire and we're off and running with uh, with some great takes there from you now what do you think as as far as if they had played their guys could they have played with you know the teams that we did see in in the final four I think unquestionably yes yeah. and like and that's and it's a really hard point to make now after we watch what happened but you have to consider the amount of production that was on the sidelines and I think Georgia Georgia is a school that has had for since Kirby's been there, so seven or eight years, they've had top five recruiting classes. Florida State is kind of new in this territory, and they've been building on Transfer Portal, and they just had their first top five class in about 10 years. So the depth clearly isn't there. But with a full complement you know, uh, of characters, even without Jordan Travis, they had their two top receivers and Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson, who are both going to be probably – Keon Coleman, I think, is going to be a day-one draft pick. Johnny Wilson will play yeah. two. They had their best running back sit out, Trey Benson. They had their best tight end, Jaheim Bell. They had their best pass rusher, Jared Purse. And then there's the mentality of, like, what happens when those players sit out. It's tough to overcome that for a young team. And then all of a sudden it goes sideways and you're, you're done. But I do think that defense, to me, would have kept them in the game, especially versus Michigan. Like, the matchup, I think, would have played out similarly to the way it played out for Alabama. Like Florida State's defense, I think, would have done maybe even a better job than Alabama's, you know, kind of containing Michigan's offense. And, I mean, if, if we were worried about Jordan Travis not playing, Jalen Milrow only threw for 118 yards. Brock Glenn, the true freshman who played in the ACC championship game, which was the reason that that left out, he, he threw for 136 yards. Like, it wasn't yeah. anything to write home about, but it was more than Jalen Milrow. And they had they they had the other quarterback Tate Rodemaker, the other backup would have played who played you know uh, more than adequate against Florida. I'm sure some people are rolling their eyes. I can I can feel it right now that are listening. State guy, 
but we'll never know. And it's just an argument can make it either way. Cause I can totally understand people that say, ah, oh, they would have gotten boat race. They would have been a, you yeah. know, a two touchdown underdog. Cause that was the hypothetical, the look ahead line had Florida state gotten in against Michigan, I think was 12 and a half, 13, but we've seen teams win as underdogs before. And I would have, I would have absolutely snatched up Florida state in the points, but we'll never know, which I think is one of the biggest reasons I'm upset about it is I felt like Florida state deserved to have that opportunity even if they would have been a more a significant underdog, they have to recognize the regular season, which they completely ignored yeah. by allowing Alabama to lose against Texas and not be penalized for it. Well, Dan, I'm, I'm not going to make you feel any better here, but I the two best teams I saw during the season when everybody was involved, everybody's health and everything, was Florida State and Washington. Those were the two yeah. best teams that I – when you looked at you – know, and again, I'm an LSU man. I saw opening day what Florida State – potentially could do and what kind of season they could have but you 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 give florida state all their players that is one of the best teams in college football in in my opinion so i'm sad that you guys didn't get i kind of understand what you know they're trying to do here but uh but with all that being said how how does washington as how do they beat michigan in this game is it going to come down to big plays is is it can michigan stop the big play uh in, in this one so I don't think they'll, like, shut them out. I don't think you're going to see a shutout. I think you almost have to look at Washington and say they're going to get two touchdowns somewhere Yeah. just because they have not only Michael Penix, but they have three of the best receivers in the country. Like, their wide receiving core is deep. It's not only Roma Dunze, who, you know, some people, he's starting to grain St. Gaines yeah. traction, saying he's better than Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. They also have Jalen Polk and Jalen McMillan. And as much as you're going, they're going to try to pressure him, I just feel like Kalen DeBoer, the head coach of Washington, is an outstanding play caller. They're going to get a free guy. They're going to have. They're going to expose a coverage. You know, Michigan will bust a coverage, and they'll get 14 points. So I think they'll give up some big plays. But I, I don't. I also don't think Washington is going to light up the scoreboard against Michigan's defense. Mm. Like I think. But the the good news, if you're a Washington fan, they have won. You know, deep with their defense before they had a 15 to seven win against Arizona State. They won like 24 to 22 against Washington State. You know, there was an Oregon State game. I think was, you know, one of those games were right around there in the low 20s. So they've proven they can win lower scoring with defense. But I don't think it was against the type of offensive line and run game that they're going to face with the Michigan Wolverines. It's Danny Cannell brought to you by Bet Online. A lot of the conversation here, of course, is uh, you know the the Longhorns. Where were they lacking most? Where do they go from here, in, in, in your opinion, and, and can, they, uh, can they stay up here? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was – I thought I mean, I, I'm sure there's some Longhorn fans that feel like it was a missed opportunity, and I would agree, especially in this type. I mean, we're talking about Florida State. It felt as wide open for the four teams that got in as it's ever been in the history, the 10-year history, that really anybody could win it, and that includes Texas. Um I think they're short, and the, you know the secondary. I think got exposed somewhat. Now that was an incredible uh, performance from Washington, but that's been their weakness all season long. You know, I, I think that's been an issue. I think that's one area they've got to get better. I think the offensive and defensive lines are good enough, um, and now it just becomes like a depth issue. They've got to get more depth because when they go to the SEC, it is. As, I've been as much of an SEC antagonist as anybody, but it is going to be a gauntlet, especially now with the schedules, with the expansion, and with Oklahoma, Texas going, it is brutal. So they have to add depth. And I do think at quarterback, they have to take the next step. Like, I think Quinn Ewers was a really, really good quarterback at Texas. I don't think he was great. I think he can be. 
But in order to do that, like a lot of people think could be great. I think it's a really good thing. Like I think Sark is in a really good position because he can let them compete for it in the spring. You'll find out your answer. And next year, let's say Quinn Ewers beats him out because he's an experienced guy. He's going to have to elevate his game to keep Texas where they are because he's shown at times, I mean, the game he had against Alabama was awesome. And it was just, and for whatever reason, he does feel like he rises to the occasion against the, you know, on the biggest stages, but now he's got to maintain that level because those middle of the road SEC games are where you can get clipped. And that's where he's got to, you know, continue to excel and he's got to stay healthy. You know, I mean, it's second year in a row, he's missed a little bit of time. He's had injuries. So I think quarterback has to be shored up a little bit more either with, you know, Quinn Ewers taking a step up, being more consistent, or with that Arch Manning waiting in the wings, maybe it's his time to go too. What are you hearing about Arch Manning? Do you believe he can, you know, continue the family legacy? I just had this conversation with somebody that's, you know, very familiar with Texas program. And he, he said, you know, he was telling, I said, what's he like at practice on a daily basis? And he said, oh, he's, he's a Manning. Like you can kind of tell. And I think you can tell like the way he handles himself with the press. Um, he's very mature. He's very polished. Uh, you can tell he's been around people that know the game. And I like the way he's handled himself. Like he hasn't, I don't think he's been above it. I think he's come in there, humbled himself and kind of checked his ego at the door. If there isn't, you know, an ego and he's kind of done and gone about his work, but I do think he's put on a lot of weight and he's kind of matured, which is totally normal and necessary for a freshman to come in. Um, and I think he's been absorbing the system faster than most people thought, which again, I think that's a credit to kind of the lineage and the ability that it's kind of in your blood and you've been talking ball for so long that you understand a lot of those concepts. So, yes, I think it's almost an impossible task for him, and I feel bad for him that he's going to have to try to live up to his uncles and his grandfather. But if anybody seems ready to do it, it sure seems like it's him. And I think that's one of the reasons he chose Texas. Like, he's going to have good talent around him. They're going to have a good offensive line. They're going to have good weapons on the outside, and he's going to have a great play caller in Sark. So I think it's all set up for him to succeed. Does it get any more perfect than uh, Brian Ferentz's, uh Iowa offense not scoring a touchdown in the final 163 minutes and 22 seconds of their season and his tenure as their OC? Oh my goodness! Well, that was that was so gross. It really was. I mean, and it's been such a thing—the drive to 325, which the amount of points that he had to score, and of course he came up well short, and now he's moving on. I feel bad for Kirk Ferentz because I think he's an incredible coach. But, like, he's, it's his son, right? He's so loyal to his son, which I completely understand. Like, if I, you know, I have all daughters, but if I employed them, I would want to keep them employed, right, and work with them. It'd be fun to go to work with your son uh, every day. But I think it was just the writing was on the wall that it was so obvious, and they put those standards in and that, you know, barometer for a reason. So they had an out at the end of the year. I just – what I would wonder if I'm an Iowa fan is Kirk Ferentz. Like, I don't picture him bringing in any version of the air raid or some high-powered offense that's going to spread you out and go no huddle. I think he's probably going to go get something – just a tweak of Brian Ferentz, still keep it old, old school and just with a few wrinkles, which if you're an Iowa fan, I don't know how excited you are by that. Danny Cannell, bet online. We, we got to run. I'm sure you do too. But what's your favorite bet to make uh, on the Natty Monday night? Where, where are we putting our money? Lamb with Michigan. I just the, the last several last favorites in the national championship game have won by double digits. I think they're the better team. It scares me though. Kalen DeBoer is five and zero as an underdog, not only against the spread but straight up. 
But I do think that run comes to an end, and I think Michigan runs the ball, keeps it away from Penix and that offense. Uh, Washington's defense, 130th in the country in success rate against the run. They're not very good. That plays right into Michigan's strength. So I think Blake Corm has a big game. I like the, the Michigan Wolverines to win and win big. Thanks for your insights, uh, sir, and, and we'll look forward to catching up with you next year. Absolutely. You guys are awesome, man. Have a great day. We'll see you. Salute. There he goes. Danny Cannell with you here on 105.3 The Fan. It is time now. Uh, Eric Chiafalo, who's mid-bet payoff. Brian Broaddus recovering from his bet payoff <sighs> for a top 10 at 420. Uh, and Eric, you have Zach's broadcast responsibilities on that. Where are you taking us? Tomorrow's National Play Outside Day. What is the top 10 things we as adults miss most about being a kid? next year in the nation. Welcome back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. It is time now for the top 10. I have a sandwich. I'm prepared to head to the bathroom and do this uh, bet payoff. And I got to tell you, one of the most disgusting things in my life is going into a public restroom and smelling, you know, somebody that's gone number two. Oh, I will. I, I will. That was your kink. I will hold. <laughs> I will hold my breath, you know, in my an entire trip into a restroom. If in the first like half step in, I can smell that somebody's been in there dropping a deuce recently. I'm just like, I don't want to breathe this at all. Yeah, I imagine there is fecal material floating around in the air, and I'm inhaling that into my lungs. I want nothing to do with it. Science reflects that's true. It, it does. And now it's going to be on your sandwich. And right. I never, I never take food or beverage into yeah. a restroom because it's disgusting. It At is least disgusting. not public ones. Yeah. You know, I keep actually my toothpaste in my bedroom, and I will take my toothbrush in close to a sink and brush, and then I'm out. You know, I take that stuff back to my bedroom because I don't want it sitting around in the bathroom where other people are doing that. Oh, wow. You're super anal about this stuff. That is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I am. Segment here, uh, the top 10 is brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation, 214 or 817-333-3333. Go to truckwreck.com. I'm taking my sandwich into the restroom. I believe Carter Freeman's going to join me with a with a camera, so we'll be up there on the Zoom. Here's Eric Chiafala with Zach's top ten. <laughs> the what Dawson as he's leaving the studio, what he doesn't realize is I just painted the walls in there after a half gallon of. of, I, I, of figured whole milk. I figured you did. My stomach is starting to get on the fritz, and uh, it's not a vomiting fritz. It's a uh, it's a different exit, and that is going to be a rude awakening for him. Uh, it's going to be the worst 
sandwich ever eaten. So they're, it's a, it's they're, a 12 so, inch or two. He's got yeah, he's yeah, got 12 no, inches yeah. worth of sandwich. He's yeah. got to hammer home uh-huh. in a uh, in a milk me sort of bathroom. That's it's a bad day at the office. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. You know, tomorrow is National Play Outside Day. Now it's not super special because what I found out is the first Saturday of every month is considered to be National Play Outside Day. So, um, you know, there's there's a lot of, I mean, 12 of these a year. Literally uh, sort of a dime a dozen. But uh, I, I figured we could do, you know, playing outside connotes sort of being a kid. And if you're watching on YouTube or uh, Twitch right now, you'll see Dawson he is, he's in front of the mirror, he's in front I, of the I sink. I kind of feel like he needs to go by the stalls. Yeah, he, he needs to get over by those stalls, I, I, I think. He's I, as far away from yeah, the urinals and the there stalls. Goes, there now, don't goes. get too close to that far one there, Dawson, because... Oh, there we go, right there, where, Dawson, right there, in that area. He's there. in the midst of it. Okay, very good. Yeah, there we go. This is the same bathroom that oh, R.J. Choppy... Oh, he can't choppy. do it, he's walking. <laughs> he, no, come back. No, you gotta go back. Go back. Oh my gosh, I feel bad for him. He's talking to the screen, even though we can't hear him. Oh, this is unfortunate. Um, wait. wait. Nope. nope. Dawson? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? We okay, now, I yeah. got you. Yeah, yeah. I got you. How's your sandwich? It, it's all right, man. Uh, you're a disgusting human, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I did get you the chocolate chip cookie to help uh, that milk go down a little bit easier later on the show. Oh, thank you. Dawson, I think you need to go closer to the stall area. I think you're, by the hand yeah. washing, I think you need to go over to the stall. You need to sit down on the toilet. And yeah, I think. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll make another trip by there, but it's it's disgusting enough here. No, 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 no. You need to walk closer over by the stalls. There you oh, go. It's there. fair, though. Sit down. Sit, sit down. sit down. Somewhere. Sit down in the stall. Sit down. Yeah. That's the same. Oh, no, that's the stall. That's oh, the stall. Oh, oh, yes. oh, oh no. Ew. He's sitting on the toilet Ew. consuming you gotta throw those jeans away, bro. Oh my gosh! <laughs> did he just try and flip us off there? I think he did. Those pants gotta go, fam. Oh no! This is the same bathroom that Choppy goes barefoot in. Yeah. By the way, can you guys even fathom? That's gross. Oh my dear God! Okay, what? I mean, literally the stall that Dawson's in—that stall has seen some things over the years, but yeah. really over the course of the last fifteen minutes or so. That to the uh, point where you truly actually, not safe for work. To the point you would actually go in the ladies' restroom to avoid having to go into that particular stall. Right? I'm impressed with the way he's hammering home the sandwich. With every bite, you can tell he wants to vomit. He's he's covering his face. Uh, he's trying not to open his mouth even while taking the bites. He's just how can I I've, not open my mouth and eat what is in the air? He is like he's he's powering down that sandwich. By the way, I mean he is really going to town on it because he wants to get out of there. He does not want to be there any longer than he has to. Jeez, that's impressive. I'm like a dog with a steak, you know. Just chew it twice and like a boa constrictor, just inhale that thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's treating the sandwich like a boa constrictor might. That's the general mm-hmm. Gavin Dawson in the midst of mm-hmm. a double bet payoff Friday for him. He's I already a boa constrictor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as he sits on the most disgusting toilet in the building, that toilet was streaky too, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. It had them little streaks that didn't go all the way down. Oh, he had to walk out. He he's he had to walk out. He's he back over at the yeah. mirror. He's by the mirror. What kind of streaks you'd be embarrassed to do at somebody else's house? Like, oh my god, I oh yeah, reach down there and clean yeah. that out. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. There's a little evidence. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> 
You're looking for that brush, yeah. but you might have. Come on, man, where'd it go to that? Oh, oh I'm, I'm really impressed with the way he's doing this. He's wiping tears out of his eyes, I believe. He yes, set his obviously. pants down on that thing, man. Yeah. On that seat, he did. bro. He did. He sat completely. Yeah, that seat is gross. Oh, wait. The sandwich is done. Completely he just housed di- it. He did. He absolutely housed it. Look at him. He's still chewing. He can't leave until it's completely swallowed and done. He is bringing done. you a cookie, though. But the bathroom sando has been completed. Wow. Very impressive. Very Thank impressive. You. Nice work, Dawson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hats off to you at the end of the day, bro. I don't know whose eyes were more watery. His eating that sandwich in the bathroom or yours brought us uh, after the heat of the wasabi I'm, mustache. I'm t- it, it's still burning, and actually Dawson gave me some of that. Uh, but he just walked out of there with no, without washing his hands or anything. Uh, just. And he's about to give me the cookie. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, take that cookie, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you. He, he is back, man. How awful wow. is that? Uh, that? That's not the way to eat, no. Um, if you uh, only knew what happened in that stall literally 10 minutes ago. Mm. I, I, could, I could detect it. You know, my senses were working in there, and unfortunately, I can confirm I do not have the C-19 because uh, my sense of smell is fully operational, unfortunately. You just had the For now. You just had the Washington <laughs> Commander fan experience when eating a concession item. <laughs> this I is did. what you did, man. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. All right, what do you, more to go, baby. What do you miss most yeah. about being a kid? A survey, 2,000 adults revealed the top 40 things that adults miss most from their childhood. Tomorrow is... Uh, one of 12 national play outside days, uh, which I believe what? connotes we, children. We do, we do that around here nowadays? We do. Yeah, yeah, we do it. Uh, uh, Your kids play outside? They do, yeah. Dude, they're really good for them. My wife's serious about it. Good for them. Um, yeah, it, 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 the first Saturday of every month is apparently national play outside day. Okay. So that happens to be tomorrow. Right. Saw it. Saw the list. Let's party. So what do you miss most about being a kid? Anything stick out to you guys in particular? Uh, when the family plans a road trip, you don't have to drive. Oh, yeah, I'll be hearing my wife say, "Oh, yeah, we just drive down there to San Antonio." <laughs> You're in a whole other room. But guess me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'd be easy. Yeah. I'll be sitting there for six hours on the phone, yeah. you know, thinking about where we're gonna stop to eat. Um, I do. I that's a good one. I, for me, it was just we lived on an acre. Yeah, and like the backyard was a full-on like half soccer field. The driveway was a huge basketball court. The right. side yard was the perfect, like, 3v3 football field. Right. Um, I could hit golf balls into the woods behind me and then just go find them. I had, like, a driving range there. So, like, just all the sports as a kid. Jeez, bro. Yeah. House yeah. of activities. Yeah. yeah. I, I I miss that. I miss the side yard football games. The, yes. Uh, you know, you get knocked under the concrete. You get up. You, you know, you scratched up. You didn't care. I'll tell you what I really do miss. I miss Saturday morning cartoons. Hello. I miss Johnny Quest. I miss, you know, Roadrunner. I miss all these cartoons where I used to get up like at 7 a.m. and just watch cartoons, you know. But I, Bowl I, of cereal. Yeah, just yep. don't even. No responsibilities. No responsibilities that, that, at all. That part. That's and, really and then, it, And then man. it would be the college football. Like, there'd yes. be one. there'd be like one game on. And you were like, we'd watch cartoons all the way up till ABC would come on with that one college football game of the week. You know, but yeah, I miss playing outside in the, and the and the and the cartoons for yeah. sure. Yeah, just a, a, any street sporting. The summer off, you can have, yes. you have the whole damn summer yes. off. Yes. Yeah, if the you whole weren't damn if you, summer, if you weren't outside yeah. doing stuff, I mean, your your folks were like yelling, like, "What are you laying around the house for?" Oh yeah, we just get kicked out the house. Yeah, and don't come back because you guys yeah. tear up the house. Yeah, so stay out. Yeah. 
the uh, staying up all night with friends, playing video game stuff, oh. the uh, the the LAN parties, I believe is what they called it, LAN, like the Xbox. Everybody oh. brings their console, they got their screen, and now you're haloing all together in the same spot. Same room, yeah. Pretty pretty epic stuff. Shout out to the 951 for that one. Uh, but there is uh, the 972. The thing I miss most about being a kid is, is just being happy. Yeah, <laughs> which Facts. is actually number sixteen on the list. Yeah. Waking up feeling excited yeah. is number sixteen. <laughs> 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 Two thousand be awesome. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's the thing. You spend your whole childhood for the most part uh, looking forward to getting older. All yeah. the older people in your life are telling you, "No, you don't no, want to grow no, up too fast." No. Good as it gets, right here. Yeah, uh, but then you you inevitably don't listen to it until you realize it yourself at whatever age that is. But yeah, I think like the height of fun was probably like like ninth like ninth grade, and in those summers. Because you're old enough, you can kind of do some stuff, but you also, you, you don't have a car yet. You're not obligated to work. So it's like, man, once you get like a summer workout out of the way, now mm-hmm. you're, you're, you and your boys for yep. the rest of the day, what are we doing here? Yep. It's going to involve a nap. It's going to involve, are we where are we going to eat? Are we swimming in somebody's pool? Are yep. we just playing video games all day? Yep. Like, th- that's it. That's it. It's just Boy. phenomenal. Yeah, let's go swing by the natatorium, bro. See what's popping over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got nothing to do. You get on bikes. Oh, bikes, yeah. One oh, person has bikes. a car. Eric talked about the age where one person has a car. Yeah. So y'all got to pile in that joint. Man, good times, good times. Uh, climbing trees is on the outside looking in. Water volleyball. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Play, water playing volleyball's out, great. Playing, playing in the pool all, all day long. My tree climbing career ended tragically in the eighth grade with the worst case of poison oak you will oh. ever see. Ooh. Like head to toe. Calamine lotion all over your body. I remember days in that August crying. Because everything itched, and I did not anticipate it was going away at any point in the next two weeks. It was this. It was the single most torturous, uh, uh, you know, thing I ever passed through. You <laughs> were thirty four years unreal. old. Unreal. I remember my dad making fun of me at the dinner table for crying about it one night. <laughs> it won't go away. Did he call you the p word? <laughs> I don't think so. No, my dad wouldn't do that. No. <laughs> All right. Humiliate you with a PG. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just undress you with yeah. uh, with a bunch of uh, dad gummits. Yeah. Uh, falling asleep, uh, falling to sleep quickly and easily is also on the outside looking in. Things that adults miss most about being a kid. Uh, your your laundry being done for you. Nah, never. Never was the case? Nah, never. Unfortunately. Lucy, you know how to iron? 100%. Man, there's something to be able to iron a shirt. That's a skill. That's an underrated skill. Starts down. Yep. Clean. There you go. My mom is so good at laundry. Yeah, right. <laughs> she'll still do my laundry for Man. me. If, I was yeah. oh, no. if she's yeah, visiting jealous. or I'm visiting, oh, yeah. she will. Beast. So jealous. Having sleepovers outside looking in. You know, as a kid, sleepovers are awesome. And then you get to a point where you're like, no matter what happens here, get I the am hell going out of the back house. to yeah. my house. Yeah. Yeah. Get, no matter get, how get, this place you guys, you guys need to leave. I know one thing about tonight. I will be back at my house when it's all said and done. Uh, having your packed lunch made for you, oh, uh, a couple of things. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's definitely that something you miss. was great when you have a dad and mom that are in the restaurant business. Oh, I bet. Yeah, you, you get some good sack lunches. Number 10 was uh, seeing friends uh, every day at school. That's cool. Yeah. Number 10 on the list, things yeah. that adults miss most about being yeah. a kid. Yeah. No, go ahead. I was going to say uh, Christmas and birthdays. Yeah, man. Yeah, that meant that you were going to get gifts. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Opening presents. Yeah. This year, I got a frying pan. Oh, it was okay. a great frying pan. I was very thankful okay. for it. Yeah. It was, the, it was probably the best gift I've gotten in a decade, to be honest Look with you. Look at that. Yeah. I think the last good present I got was like a PS2 when I was about 
23. Shout no. out to anybody that gave uh, Dawson a present last year or the year before that. <laughs> They've dried up. It is, it's all about the kids. No, for sure. Yeah. And I, I'm experiencing that in real time these days. Uh, number nine, getting pocket money. No, here's here's ten bucks. Yes, yeah. bro. Lunch at school was two dollars and sixty yes. cents. I can't get lunch for two sixty now. Uh-uh. Uh, I can't even get a McChicken, a chicken burger for that price. I, 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 the Twix, fifty cent lunch. Sal- fifty cent lunch. Fifty cent lunch. Salisbury steak, potatoes, a, on, roll, a roll, and a drink, a, like a punch drink. Yeah. You ate that mess? Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Heck yeah. Wow. Yeah. A school Salisbury steak. Y'all would eat that. Oh, oh yeah. No, I mean, yes, as, I as the yes, kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. These yeah. Th- these you would absolutely yeah. with the brown gravy. Yeah, it tastes yes. like lubies, bro. Yeah. Yeah. They must have been doing it better down here. Though. Oh heck yeah. yeah the rich get richer. He paid fifty cent for his whole damn meal. <laughs> <laughs> dollar dollar. You get a couple slices of pizza. Those square pizzas. Yeah. The school pizza was oh, bad. Square pizza. No, it's school, not. School that pizza is... was awesome. School cheese sticks are even I, I better. I feel like you could taste the mildew in that pizza. No. If you're lucky. What, the square pieces? <laughs> yes. the square. Oh, no, the square pieces are amazing. You fold that joint, you can see all that oh, grease foam yeah, in the middle. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was awesome. I'll tell you what, and sometimes they wouldn't completely bake the rolls, so they were a little doughy, and then you add a pat of butter on them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is kindergarten brought us here, <laughs> lathering butter on his half-cooked yeah, roll. No, that's what I'm saying. Happier than hell. Oh, super happy. Playing in the park is number eight. Things that adults miss most about being the kid. Uh, yeah, I, never, I mean, when I, I see never that, did that. It was too hot. It was too hot. Like you're enough. on, like you're on that equipment, and it's like it's like hot. And you're no, it's like you touch it, and your your hands on fire, kind of no. Yeah, but the elementary school, like at the park, like just ready to, just dominating the park, whatever yeah. that means for that day. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you're being chased by some girls, <laughs> and you got to stay 90 feet away now because you're an adult. Yeah, <laughs> and you have a record. <laughs> Cat's out of the bag now. Thanks, and Lucius. And they're Googling you. Yeah. Uh, number seven, spending a lot of time outdoors. Number six, waking up on birthday mornings, feeling excited. There you go, Lucius. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, number five, things that uh, adults miss most about being a kid being looked after when sick. Hello. That is yeah. huge, man. Yeah. You just fight through it now. Yeah. You just fight through. Power yeah. through. Now we're all. Uh, yeah. Who are we? Who, yeah. who who's the coach? Uh, what is sick? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't get sick. We don't get sick. Oh, we it's our manager, Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker. Baker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now your boss calls you. Hey, so you still can come in, right? You yeah. feeling all right? How you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe mask up on the elevator. Yeah, little... <laughs> <laughs> we need you, buddy. We really need you. <laughs> Number four, being cooked for. Yes. Yeah, if that goes away, if the, I mean, if, if you grow up with that and then it goes away from you, that would be that would be gut wrenching. Like, and, and that time for me in college was tough. It was it was some some rough looking meals for a while. Uh, number three is no life admin, um, which I guess is sort of just sort of like responsibilities, yeah. just like general responsibilities. Yeah, you don't have to kid. keep up with like cards of things, yeah. like an insurance card. If somebody has a nosebleed, you don't have yeah. to do all that stuff. Yeah, yeah just I, you know, stuff. I don't have this stuff. I don't think you need to do it either. They'll they'll call you after a couple of months if it's delinquent. <laughs> 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 Words to live by. You know, I'm just trying to get that childlike yeah. sense of freedom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dawson's writing a seven thousand dollar check to the, uh, the people. Uh, number two, waking up without a care in the world, and number yeah. one, school holidays. There you go. That's yes. right. Beautiful.
like Holy snow cow. days and stuff. Yes, dude, the yeah. snow day, the unexpected school holiday. Yeah, like yeah. that's the best one. You're waiting to see if your school is on the ticker yeah. at the bottom of the local news channel. Yes. Our teacher administration days. You're like, I don't oh, know what this is, but yeah. we all. Yeah, we're out of here, dude. <laughs> Have fun at, at school, teachers. Yeah. Losers. Preparing game plans. Okay. Um, we got game a, plans. Yeah, lesson plans. Is lesson that what it is? Plan, game, game plans. plans. I understood what you were That's saying. That's the football guy in you, Dawson. Speaking of game plans, we got a rim sesh coming up next. We got some good basketball news, and the Chief will deliver that for you. At 5 o'clock, the one thing I need Mike McCarthy to get better at, <laughs> ASAP. That's next in the G-Bag Nation. Thank you, Lucius. It's going to be the greatest hot stove show you've ever uh, experienced. We've been doing these for years, but now the World Series trophy is going to be there, and you're invited to join us at the Fan Performance Showroom Tuesday from 6 to 8. Um, and the, the trophy is going to be there. Uh, Josh Spores is going to be there. i got to high-five Josh Spores just for that epic return that he had. Sporesy. I mean, he was Dunsky, and he came back and was like, actually, I'm going to be the best reliever that you've seen so far in the postseason. Watch this. And... Uh, uh, again, that's coming up on Tuesday, 6 to 8. You can get more details at 105thefan.com. Uh, here's Chief with uh, with a rim sesh. Yeah, and I'd like to apologize on the front end of this thing. Uh, the rim sesh in the middle of a milk me challenge is like an oil and water sort of mix here. So apologies there, fellas. But let's go ahead. We'll cut the lights out. We'll put the kids to bed. And the G-Bag Nation is going all 56 inches around the rim. Very inconsiderate of you. Get them some milk. <laughs> it's always a special occasion when Mavs employees receive an email from Mark Cuban informing them of a plan to pay approximately $35 million in bonuses in the wake of selling a majority stake really? in the franchise. Dang. Yes. That email was sent out uh, within the last hour, and uh, yeah, apparently it's going to be approximately $35 million in bonuses spread out amongst all Mavs employees. And to calculate the bonus, they used a framework that took into consideration how long you have worked for the Mavs. And a, uh, they note that you will be receiving uh, your bonus in the very near future. So if you work... So it's just time Mavs, served that you don't have to have like a fancy salary or no, anything like that? No. So there's going to be people that have been lifers that are about to come up and be able to retire. God bless you, Mark Cuban. Yeah. God bless you, man. I'm pocket watching Chris right now, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pocket watching, bro. All of a sudden, CA's not on the schedule anymore. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> CA's pulling up in an Escalade yeah. to the next yeah. remote. How y'all doing? Y'all see these rims? These rims spin. Look at that. They gave me spinning rims. All that in a bag of chips. You know, Bobby Carella, his mom, his mom's worked for the Mavs for like, I want to say mm-hmm. about 30 years. Pocket watching her, too. Yeah, but hey, yeah. Good, good for her. That's and awesome. It, that is awesome. No, all, all of them. Shout out to Mark. Shout out to CA. That's just beautiful, man. It's good news all around. Yeah. Now, uh, it's a legacy move right there. I, I salute him. I, I got to get a, at least 20% more respect for Mark Cuban right now. Minimum. Yeah. How about Nikola Jokic last night? Last night was a great night of basketball. It, it really was. I mean, you had Giannis versus Wemby. That was, that was a pretty epic showdown that... Uh, you know, we'll see how Wemby's career goes, but they might look back on that that rookie year, that night going toe to toe with Giannis. Epic highlight moments, dunks, blocks was sweet. But I think the highlight of the night was freaking Jokic, man. I mean, he continues to want, uh, just sort of outdo himself. He's a multi-time MVP. He's a champion now. We know how phenomenal he is. Um, but what a shot! A contested pull-up three from basically half court, and uh, at the buzzer to yeah. win the game yeah. as a center. Right. As a seven-footer, 
That's where we're at now. Couldn't let Caitlin Clark have her week. He just had to one-up her. <laughs> That's true. With a full-size ball, no less. <laughs> what kind of a... Uh, yeah, to misogyny. Was, everything was more difficult for him in that moment. He one-upped her in every single way. Uh-huh. How do you uh-huh. like How do you like a plan is to try and get the last shot off is to throw it to a seven-footer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's in crazy. Space and just let that thing yeah. fly. Let your center hit a step back half court yeah. three at the buzzer, and it'll be a, it'll be a high quality shot as you could get here. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, you take away the turnover potential quite a bit with the inbound pass. It's just he's a cheat code. Yeah, everything about him, absolute cheat code. Uh, Luca dealing with some right ankle swelling, questionable uh, to play versus the Trailblazers tonight. No, uh, but but once he gets word about the general Gavin Dawson being in the building tonight, he's going to show up and show out. That's he all knows. right. We'll just get more Kyrie. It's a better show anyway. Uh, and Luca. Whoa. <laughs> Abby was That's actually, Abby was actually uh, hoping to get uh, a high five for the second consecutive year from Luca. He came out at halftime last year. Abby ran up to the front row, yeah. stuck her hand out. He'll hit you. He high fived her, and, and so did Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah. He'll hit you. So we, we, we really appreciate Luca. He does love the kids. You know, Tim Cato last night with us was telling us that the Mavs really still don't want to involve Josh Green in any trades, despite how he's sort of been playing lately. Oh, with some, Bourbois, some, huh? some laughable stuff. That's how but, you know Mark Cuban's influence is still too high. <laughs> Yahoo. <laughs> it lasted four minutes. I'm yeah. sorry, Cubes. <laughs> that 20 percent's down to more like 2%. Uh, but Yahoo and Jake Fisher uh, sort of co-signed Tim Cato with us last night, saying that the Mavs, uh, have been very quick to reject offers for Josh Green, fresh off his new extension. So uh, there's hey. a, I mean, I've been saying we're going to have to be patient with Josh Green. I, I I think he's gone backwards over the last 12 months, though. I mean, yeah. last year at this time, I was getting really excited for a bigger role, um, but it, he just he, he hasn't taken another step. He's still so young. Do you want to wait like three or four years in hopes he can be a championship rotation player? No. If somebody wants to give you a good championship rotation player now, you do it. And let them try to figure out Josh Green's upside. It happens. But if you get another championship, it'd be well worth it. Agree with you 100% on that one. There's a little rim sesh, boys. Thank you, Chief. Okay, when we come back, G-Bag Nation. Uh, the bet payoffs continue. We'll check in with Eric Chiafalo as he has opened up his second half gallon of milk. Is he going to be able to get it down before the end of the show? Well, uh, that that uh, will transpire over the, the next two hours. But uh, coming up next, the the one more thing Mike McCarthy absolutely must do to complete this Cowboys offensive makeover, it's next in the G-Bag Nation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.